Welcome to the book reading program of 3ABN Australia Radio. Does your faith need a boost? Do you think that miracles only happened in Bible times? Think again. Compiled by Remnant Publications, the book Get Ready for a Miracle recounts true stories that prove that when we step out in faith, God displays His power in undeniable ways. Here is our reader, Koval Smith. This story is entitled, The Great Controversy Unfolds. Luke chapter 10 verses 18 and 19 says, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. As eight-year-old Mariam walked to and from school each day with her friends, she began catching glimpses of money lying on the ground. She would point it out to her friends, but they never saw it. Then one afternoon, she saw a $5,000 guinea franc note on the ground and pointed it to her friends. They could not see the money on the ground, but when she picked it up, it became visible to them. They were excited for her. Mariam put the money in her bag and continued home. That is when the trouble began. Mariam began to see things and suffered from severe headaches. When she told her father, he understood what was happening and began trying to treat her, but in vain. He sent her to other more powerful Karamokos, but it was no use. A demon began stalking Mariam everywhere she went. He was very jealous of his girl and he did not want her to have dealings with anyone else. His visits intensified. She fell into trances for two or three hours at a time and would wake up with severe headaches. She was forced to quit school and became very isolated, able to talk only with her mother and close relatives without incurring the demon's wrath. He would visit Mariam every Thursday and Friday, and if she didn't do what he wanted, he would attack her violently and leave her bruised. People would watch her hit her head on a wall or anything else close by. But she wasn't doing it to herself. The invisible demon was abusing her. In vain, her parents offered all kinds of animal sacrifices. One day her father took her to the most powerful Karamoko in Guinea. The demon told the Karamoko he would let her go if a close relative would trade herself to him as a ransom. This completely discouraged Mariam's family. Her father became so ashamed of his helplessness that he banished Mariam and her mother from their home, blaming them in an effort to salvage his honour. Abandoned by their entire family, Mariam, her mother and her youngest sister moved to Freya. In Freya, The girl's mother had to beg for food, and for many days they went hungry. In desperation, Mariam turned to her demon for help. He gave her a $10,000 guinea franc bill and told her that any time she needed money, she would just have to touch it and say the amount she needed, and it would appear. 
With that money, she was able to support her mother and younger sister. Still, Marion was isolated. The jealous demon would take control of her unexpectedly when she was with other people to scare them away, especially if they were young men. She quickly lost every friend she tried to make. She begged him to stop attacking her, and he told her he would stop only if she married him. She accepted and made a covenant with him. After he gave her a nose ring and a gold wedding ring, he began to visit her more frequently. So she became fearful of her life, desperately looking for help, not caring where it might come from. Sometime later, she heard about a young Christian man named Daniel who had prayed for an old man who was sick and the man was healed. Mariam's heart leaped with great hope. Determined to find him, she began asking every young man she met if he was a Christian. When the demonic fiancé learned what she was doing, he attacked her more frequently and violently. After one particularly brutal attack, she prayed her first prayer. God, if you exist, guide me to the place I can be cured. Finally, someone was able to direct Mariam to the church Daniel attended, which was within walking distance from where she and her mother and sister lived. She went there immediately, but she just could not allow herself to walk into the service. Later, she asked herself, How could I expect them to rid me of this powerful demon if I wouldn't go inside? However, God guided Daniel to cross her path on another day. Immediately, she noticed something different about him. Hardly daring to hope, she asked him the same question she had asked so many other young men. Are you a Christian? Yes, he said. I am a member of the Seventh-day Adventist church across the road. My name is Daniel. Interrupting him before he could say another word, Mariam poured out her predicament to him. Daniel promised to talk to the leaders of the church group to see what they could do for her. During prayer meeting that week, Daniel shared about Mariam's struggle. She wants the church to pray for her, he said. The leader of the group, Pastor Nioma Lenu, gathered some leaders to make contact with Mariam and her family on Sabbath evening. Unfortunately, Daniel became frightened about the spiritual battle ahead. Elder brother, he said to Bernard, please talk to the pastor. I don't want to discourage him, but I am afraid of this sort of thing. Bernard encouraged him. Let's go. The Lord will be with us. Daniel finally agreed to go. Upon arriving, Daniel introduced the group to Mariam and her mother. After getting acquainted, one elder began to ask Mariam difficult questions about her relationship with the demon. Their plan wasn't to have the prayer for her deliverance that night, but to spend a few days in fasting and prayer to get ready for the battle. However, God had a different plan in mind for the freeing of his daughter. Pastor Neoma took over the questioning. What is the name of the demon? Since we've been together, he has never told me his name, 
Mariam answered. Your nose ring. How did you get it? Did the demon give it to you? Yes, and he has given me all the money I want, she added. As the questioning continued, a dark presence suddenly filled the room. Instantly, Mariam's head was slammed to the ground several times. Moved by this sudden violence, the little group began to pray. As they prayed, the pastor felt impressed to continue asking Mariam questions. What happened to you? he asked. When you started asking me questions, I heard the demon outside screaming, pleading with me not to reveal our secret. Mariam confided hesitatingly, As I was talking to you, he returned with force, demanding that I return his ring and the money he had given me. He said, It is over between you and me because the people you are associating with will not allow me to continue with you. Then he said to me, My name is Jin Musa. Musa meaning the demon. Jin is the Muslim term for spirit being or genie. Tell them to stop tormenting me. Even though they began to praise the Lord, Jesus had not yet completed his work. Again, the evil presence lingered, this time more powerfully, and Mariam fell into a trance. Her mother could no longer stand it and ran out of the house. The elders redoubled their efforts in prayer. When Mariam returned to consciousness, one of the men asked, What happened to you, Mariam? When you were praying, she recalled, he came back with another demon, but they could not enter the house. The other demon said that the power inside the house was too great and he could not help. I have never seen my demon so angry. He is gone. How are you feeling now, Sister Mariam? I cannot express the way I'm feeling right now. I feel like a heavy load has been taken from me. I have joy in my heart, and I believe I am truly liberated. Amazingly, Mariam went into her room and took out every charm and potion the spirit doctor had given her. She smashed the bottles and burned the rest. Then she burst into tears, exclaiming joyfully, I am free, I am free, Jesus has healed me. The pastor and three church members spent the night at Mariam's house to watch and pray and to strengthen and reassure her of Christ's deliverance. The next day, another member visited Mariam and asked how she had slept. Mariam answered, I had a dream last night. Someone came to the window and asked, What is your name? I replied that I didn't know. Immediately I saw the pastor and the other members praying around me. The pastor raised his hand and said, In the name of Jesus! And suddenly fire shot from his hand and burned the man at the window who ran away wailing. When I woke up, I tried to pray the way I heard you all praying. At nine this morning, an old Karamoko came by with some spirit medicine for me. When he came into our house, he began to shout, Hey, what's in here? There is something in this house. 
I invited him to sit down, but he just yelled, No, I will not sit down. He was trembling and muttering that his skin was burning. I won't come back to your house ever again. He finally shouted, and he left. When Mariam was asked about what advice she would give to someone who was in demonic slavery as she had been, she replied, To all who find themselves in similar situations, I would say to seek Jesus, for he alone can free anyone from all evil power. What my father and the other Karamokos could not do for me in 17 years, Jesus did for me last night. She added, I want to live the rest of my life for him. Please keep praying for me because I want to be baptised and share my testimony with those who will listen. I know there are more battles ahead. I am aware of the persecution that awaits me from my family. But the Jesus who delivered me from demons will deliver me from my persecutors. Today, Mariam continues to take Bible studies and serves as a deaconess in the church. She helps to clean the church and get it ready for Sabbath worship every Friday. She sings with the choir as she loves singing Christian songs. Please keep Mariam in your prayers as she walks in the path of her new life with Christ. A reflection associated with this story comes from The Desire of Ages, page 131. It says, We cannot save ourselves from the tempter's power. He has conquered humanity, and when we try to stand in our own strength, we shall become a prey to his devices. But the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. Proverbs 18 verse 10. Satan trembles and flees before the weakest soul who finds refuge in that mighty name. The Great Controversy Unfolds was written by Fred Coker of Adventist Frontier Missions. Adventist Frontier Missions seeks to establish Indigenous Seventh-day Adventist church planting movements with unreached people groups. You can visit afmonline.org for more information. You've been listening to the book reading program by 3ABN Australia Radio featuring Get Ready for a Miracle. For more information about this book, visit remnantpublications.com. Thank you.